Welcome to Hubbub, the people's podcast, where we engage our citizens and investors with the activities of the Planning and Code Administration and encourage everyone to contribute to Hagerstown's growth. Well, welcome to a special edition of the Hubbub podcast. And today, our topic today, we really want you to pay close attention to because it's a topic that unfortunately it's being overshadowed by the pandemic issue that we're facing, which is important as well. But uh, just as important is uh, something that's going on right now, and that is the 2020 census. And so today we're going to be interviewing Kim Buchanan, who's the chair of Washington County's Complete Count Committee. So uh, please pay close attention uh, because what we're going to be talking about related to the census is really in your best interests as a citizen of Washington County. Uh, you may be surprised how much uh, you taking part in the census can really help you. So of course, Kim, as you know, as well as I do, that there are a lot of myths, there are facts that are related to the census, and so we're going to explore those. You're going to help set those things straight. Uh, what does the census do? What does it not do? And then we, of course, know there's other concerns, privacy concerns. And then uh, we want to take note of something that's uh, different about this year. There's a way that you can do the census right in your own home. So perhaps for, to start us off, for the benefit of our listeners who may not really know a lot about the census, Kim, what would you say, simply put, is the census? Uh, the census is a count of everyone in the United States. Okay, very good. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. The census has been around a long time, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. And just some research, um, the U.S. Constitution man mandated it, uh, and that's been in place since 1790. Now, of course, many people, sometimes they'll think about the census and equate it with the, the political side. Mm -hmm. And that it is part of it. Uh, it does try to make everything a legal a playing field in the political arena um, with, you know, equal representation. But uh, what other ways can the census help any citizen? So we'd like to let everyone know that the census can affect everyone. It even affects people who are not born yet because the numbers that we get from the census will affect things for the next 10 years. Uh, one of the biggest things that, that we like to talk to, about, to people is the fact that over $675 billion in federal funding mm -hmm. is determined by the count that we get from the census. That's uh, quite a bit of money. Um, so we talked about something new. What is a new way that the census is being done? So for the very first time in the history of the census, um, you are able to take it online. Okay, excellent. Now, of course, again, people are naturally concerned about that information that they, mm -hmm. they put out there, how it's going to be used. What would you say to them about the safety aspect of it? Um, the safety is the lengths that the federal government has gone to to protect everyone's data is is huge. Um, as far as taking the census online, everyone will get a notification, a couple different notifications with um, data with like a QR code and a number that they can um, input into the website and all of their data is um, hidden in there, but the number will pull out who they are. So when they put in their information, it will it will go in there and no one is able to get it out. Okay, meaning no organizations outside? No one, no one. In fact, um, that data is, for 72 years, it is kept. It No one is allowed to get into it. Uh, all the census employees um, take a, an oath of office. They're sworn to an oath of office and they can't, um, release any information or they're subject to jail and fines. Okay, well good. Now another hot question 
that's been debated is whether uh, there would be a citizenship related question on there. Can you speak to that? Sure. Um, that was a, quite a debate back when the census first came out and a couple months ago they did take the citizenship question off of the census. So there isn't a citizenship question on there. Okay. And I might add I've done my census already. I just did it recently. Uh, it was very simple, um, non-invasive as far as privacy. Mm -hmm. no. It was very quick. Um, so yeah. I can attest to that. We like to tell people that um, they simply want to know how many people are in your household. That's that's it. And that a lot of us give more information, more personal information on social media or when we download an app onto our phones than they're wanting when we fill out the census. Yeah, I appreciated a point you made in another um, setting that uh, usually people give more information out in social media yes. than they will on yeah. the census. So, mm -hmm. you know, to put things into perspective. So now we know that there are challenges with the census, uh, trying to get everybody. Um, it seems that we fall short. Uh, so what would you say is the biggest uh, challenge with taking the census? I think it's educating people um, as to why it's so important. And, you know, I was, I was at the same job I'm at now 10 years ago, and I don't remember hearing anything about the census. Mm -hmm. um, I don't remember the promotion of it, commercials on TV. And I think that still for a lot of people, they don't, they lack that knowledge of what the census is about. And that's where our complete count committee um, comes into play because our goal is to educate, promote, and then motivate people to complete the census. Okay. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Uh, now, is there a, maybe a certain age bracket that you typically get undercounted? Yeah. So our undercounted populations, the biggest undercounted population is zero to five-year-olds. Mm. Um, so we are encouraging everybody, make sure you count everyone in your household. Um, you know, even the little babies, they need, they need to be counted because if you think about the fact that it's determining things for the next 10 years, those children are going to be teenagers by the time we do the next census. Um, so that's an undercounted population. The 18 to 24 year old range is an undercounted population as well as diverse communities um, and veterans and senior citizens and the low income population as well. Yeah, yeah, that, that's good to know. I couldn't help to think about um, you know, to illustrate how important that is. I mean, for example, if you've got a family of five, say you have five children, and you go into the grocery store, and you only plan to feed uh, two of them for the week. I mean, who would do that? Right. Right? Correct. But when you don't count everyone in your family, especially the children, mm -hmm. that's kind of what you're doing. Yes. You're shorting what they potentially could have. Yes. For, for benefits. Definitely. Yeah. Right. So maybe we could ask you, is there anything in the census questions that could potentially raise concerns? Um... I can't think of anything right now that would that would raise um, a significant concern um, with the citizenship question being taken off of there. I think that kind of um, calmed everybody's fears. But I, I know there are, there are some populations that are just fearful of giving their information out, period. Yeah. And I think the more education that we can get out into the community, um, the more places we can be to answer questions, I think that'll help people and, and the fears that they might have had help, help calm those fears a little bit. Sure. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I know it does ask for your phone number. Yes. Uh, it did ask me for mine. And uh, from what I've read, that phone number is not given out just like everything else. No, no, it would not be given out. And that's simply for a follow-up if something mm -hmm. is unclear that they asked. Um, we like to tell people if you don't want anyone to follow up with you, 
The best thing you can do is to make sure everything is filled out completely the first time you do it by May 1st. And um, because that's when, after May 1st is when people will start calling and people will start coming around to make sure that they're complete. So if you get everything completely filled out, then no one will bother you again after that. Okay. I appreciate you in that. I'm sure those listening can, uh, makes that feel a little bit more comfortable. And, you know, one thing I appreciate, again, that sometimes people wonder about, like when I did the census, it didn't ask for personal information like Social Security number. Correct. That's a big thing. Correct. No account information, no donation to cover, nothing. It was just strictly, hey, what's your household made yeah. of? Yes. Yeah. Uh, now, of course, just like with everything, and especially with the advent of social media, there's all kinds of again, myths and rumors, um, suspicious things. So uh, what would you say to our listeners if they're suspicious and they see things that perhaps maybe even discourage taking a part in the census? So there are a number of things happening. As, as with anything that's done, there's always scammers that want to come out and different people that want to take advantage of the time that we're doing the census in. And one of the things we want to tell everyone is that um, there are other surveys going around, um, the American Community Survey. There's some political surveys going around. They, um, they seem maybe related to the census. Um, so, you know, as with anything like that, any suspicious things that go on, if you call the number for the U.S. Census um, or even call um, one of the organizations that's helping with the Complete Count Committee, they can direct you to talk to somebody and they will tell you whether or not it's true or false. Okay, good, good. So it's a nice resource to be able to go to. Correct. So after, you know, what we've talked about so far, um, everybody's kind of relieved a little bit with uh, being able to feel comfortable. So what can they do now to make sure that they participate? Okay. So everyone will get a, if you haven't already gotten it, which I believe most people have, you'll get your first mailing. Um, you will get four mailings and then with the fifth mailing you will get um, a paper copy of the census. So be on the lookout for those. Um, the first four mailings will give you the number that you can go online and do your census with. Um, do it as soon as you can. Um, and do it, you know, complete it fully and spread the word, you know, let everybody else know that it's easy. When you do it, it's easy, it's quick, it takes maybe 10 minutes and it's completed. And I think the more we can spread the word and let everybody know how easy and quick it is and how safe it is, that more people will do it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's already going on and uh, just mm -hmm. checking the figures this morning, mm -hmm. uh, Washington County is just about at 20%. Correct. Yeah. So response rates are at 20%, which is higher than the average for the United States, and I believe higher than the average of Maryland currently. And we are one of the um, counties that has a larger response rate. So that's good to hear. Sure. Absolutely. So we've talked about being able to do it online, but then there are individuals who may not want to do it online mm -hmm. or can't do it online. What are their mm -hmm. options? Um, there is a phone number you can call and it is listed on your card that you will get and it has, uh, there is a very large number of languages that it is available in and you just let them know what language you need to use um, and so that's available as well as you will eventually get a paper copy. Um, and they have designated some communities that they feel might not have um, access to internet. And with those communities, they are getting the paper copy in one of the first mailings. Okay, good. Thanks for sharing that as well. So, kind of alluded to it, but there's all types of information, true and false. There's scammers. Everybody and their sister want to come to your door. So, somebody comes to my door, mm -hmm. they, they profess to be someone who's you know, taking the census, 
uh, do I have the right, can I, how do I tell if they're legitimate? They will have a badge that they need to show you and there is also um, a way that you can call and ask and give them a name and the census will verify that that is a legitimate person that is coming by but you're not, you don't need to let anyone in your home if you don't feel safe. Okay, good. And what about people with that uh, may have P.O. boxes? Okay. So unfortunately with P.O. boxes, there's nothing sent to people. Um, you won't get anything in your P.O. box. Um, we've been doing some education throughout the community with our Complete Count Committee um, in towns such as Funkstown and maybe Mogginsville as well or, or places with the P.O. boxes to um, bring people to them to maybe educate them, get the word out through their, their town halls and just let them know that, that you know you can go online, you can fill it out without that notification you get in the mail, you can call the number which is on the census website. So um, a little bit more education in those towns where they might have P.O. boxes. Okay, good, good. So you talked about a little bit earlier about the impact on the community uh, if one isn't counted. Could you just for emphasis talk about that, what impact that can have if someone? So the census data um, is going to um, determine funding for programs like SNAP and WIC as well as for transportation programs, for our roads, for our schools, um, for healthcare services, for nonprofit agencies that provide assistance. It determines the funding for everything. And I think within that list, almost everybody could say that something touches their life, even if it's just a road that they travel on every day. Um, so it's de gonna determine that funding. Um, it is estimated, um, and this is a state estimation, this is something the state came up with, that for every person who's not counted, we, this community loses $1,800 in funding per person per year for 10 years. Mm -hmm. So I kind of crunched the numbers a little bit, but math is not my strong suit. But um, I found, I determined, so that's $18,000 a person for over, for the 10 year period. Um, in 19, in 2010, Washington County had a 75% response rate and a population of about 147,000. So potentially that was, that was about 37,000 people that weren't counted and potentially that could have been about $67 million mm. of funding that this community missed out on. Wow, that, that, that is considerable. And so when you think about it, it's not like we can make it up next year. No. It, it's gonna be another no. 10 years. Yeah, and that's, I think that's concerning for all of us that are involved with this that um, it just happened at the time that we're taking, we're doing the census and promoting it, that the pandemic has come upon us. And mm -hmm. it's not something that we can redo next year. The numbers that we come up with now, the numbers that we have now during this census are going to affect us for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's a little scary when you think about that. We need, we need to try to do everything we can to get a correct count. And with, you know, everybody's supposed to be staying in home and they're not supposed to be going anywhere. With being able to do the census online and with a phone number or mailing your paper copy back in, it's still something that can be done. Absolutely. If you get that bored, have you done your census, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, Kim, that's a lot of great information you've shared with us. Uh, any closing thoughts or kind of? I would just encourage everybody to um, research, get on the website, look at, look at why this is important. Um, share that with your friends and your neighbors and your family. Of course, not in person right now, but you know, share that. And, and take the couple minutes it takes to take the census because it is invaluable for so many of us that work in organizations that provide the programs it affects, as well as all the people's lives that it, those touch. Absolutely, thank you very much. Sure. I appreciate you making it personal. 
No problem. Because uh, it can kind of see abstract to many people, but really yes. today, I think if we could summarize it by saying that the census, is, it's really important for funding that directly affects everybody. It's safe and secure. There are no personal questions. It takes about 10 minutes. You can do it online. It's very, very simple. So we appreciate that, Kim. No Thank problem. you. Sure. Well, just to conclude, uh, please be sure to follow us on our social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn uh, by searching the City of Hagerstown PCAD. You can find us on the Hubbub Podcast, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor, uh, most any of your favorite podcast players. And also, if you are just listening to us, please watch, watch us on YouTube by searching for the Hubbub Podcast. And as always, we appreciate your feedback. How we're doing is the content we're sharing with you relevant and what would you like to see the Hubbub podcast share that's going on in the community? So thank you for watching. Have a great day.